Hello, everybody, and welcome to the five stages of podcast grief. Number one, denial that this is the only show on. Number two, anger that the host has a man bun. Number three, bargaining for a better episode. Number four, depression for your ears. Number five, and finally, the acceptance of the slow burning garbage fire that is this podcast. Today, I have a cool guest. He's a B-boy from Sacramento, California, representing Flexible Flav Crew and Meow Styles, B-boy Munch. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you could come on, dude. I've been uh, wanting to get you on for a while. Um, uh, so let's just jump into this. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about how you started in hip hop um, and like your progression uh, as a B-boy? Yeah, well, we go way back, um, <clears throat> you know. I had a lot of family members that were in um, Fres the Fresno Vesalia area. Mm, okay. Yeah. So actually, like, um, I never knew this, but a lot of my uncles break back then, right? But when I saw them, mm. they were all like popping and doing boogaloo. Oh, so okay. when I was younger, I actually started trying to boog first. That's so I started tight. trying to boog first, and then um, actually, it, I, I'm pretty sure popping originated in the Fresno area. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Boogaloo specifically, I believe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I know like for sure boogaloo came from the fresno area mm -hmm. but yeah and then um i actually didn't start really breaking until the end of like my middle school years you know okay. i saw damn the first thing i ever saw him breaking was my fucking nephew and that dude was a monster that dude mm -hmm. was doing flare 90 air flare flare 90 mm -hmm. air flare i'm not talking about just one or two he'll be like flare three four round 90s damn. air flare yeah and he was just like I remember I used to see him breaking in the beginning. Like, all he was doing was, like, flares and windmills. And, you know, in the beginning, when you kind of see you're just like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. But then, like, he moved to Minnesota okay. for, like, a year. And then he came back. And then he just fucking, I don't know what happened. I don't know what Man. he did. But he just came back, and he was a monster. And I was just like, hey, I think I want to do that now. <laughs> I was like, I think I want to do that. I, like, I don't know what's in the mom <clears throat> food, but I swear it's like, you guys have some fucking talent to in breaking and it's yeah. gotta be in the food or something i don't know i don't know I man little kids that can like flare 90 hella easy and I'm yeah just like, God dude damn it. it's it's crazy because like like as time progressed right and i really started breaking like when my uncles they found out i, I breaked my uncle was like he was like dude he was like when he found out i started breaking that was like probably like a year in he was like he was like heavy dude you know had mm -hmm. kids gained hella weight and okay. he's like yeah man i used to break i was like man i'll go you didn't break he's like man watch this <laughs> and I, I swear to god on carpet he flare just started flare <laughs> no he no he started doing hella flare windmill flares so okay. i was just like but then like he's like yeah i haven't braked in like 10 years and this is a big dude and yeah, he's yeah. doing flare windmill flares like it's nothing and i'm just like wait hold up hold up what the hell and he's just like yeah man he's like, remember we used to teach you how to pop yeah yeah we used to all break and then like I That's found out it was my uncles and all his friends. They're all racers too, you know. So, okay. And then like all of them, they're oh yeah, your nephew break dances. Like man, you ain't got. It. And then one of his uh, one of his Laos homies back then, he was like, yeah man, look. And he's like, I think I can still do it. And he tried to do like a flare elbow air flare, mm. and he didn't hit it. But it, like when you saw him do, it, he's like, oh shit, yeah, you used to have that, yeah, you know, like. Okay. And I'm just like, God, what the hell, man? <laughs> like these guys. Damn. So, yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, I didn't start until like the end of my middle school year, mm. and then um. I actually started with uh, a couple of my friends. Uh, one of my friends, Chu, his name is Dose. He's actually Uno from Airsteps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. His stepbrother, I believe. Okay. You know, and then I started breaking with him, and one of my best friends in middle school, his name was Junior. 
you know yeah and you know when we when we started breaking shoot i mean it was just basic stuff my buddy was doing jackhammers mm -hmm. and then chu was just kind of doing like windmills and flares mm. and then here comes my damn nephew with the freaking flare 90 air flares and stuff like that he's like god oh, well, how shit. old was he at that time he was like only a year older than me okay yeah but then yeah i don't know man like for me when i first started i was a heavy set kid so i okay. was like i was fat you know i was mm. really fat so it wasn't possible to do flare windmill flares, you know, right off the bat, like all these little tiny guys. And I was big for a yeah. mong kid too, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's I think definitely hard. Like I'm, I feel like I'm regular height, but mm -hmm. I feel like just being taller makes fucking power moves so much harder. I don't know. Yeah. Why. Well, like yeah. By the time I was like in in eighth grade, I was already like five seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like I was kind of big for like yeah, an Asian yeah. kid, and I was like fat too. So it was like. Mm. 280 pounds yeah, there's a fucking biggest like, kid there yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> everybody used to not think i was mong everybody's like oh that dude's samoan <laughs> like that that dude's <laughs> yeah. like something else and okay. i'm like i was like no nah, mong they're like no fuck no you're not because yeah. all the mong kids were like only up to my shoulders <laughs> like yeah, everybody I mean, was tiny you know yeah, there's most of them that i know yeah they're smaller yeah yeah but i mean if you see my two older brothers we're like giants man okay like, yeah my me and my two older brothers we tire we you're, tower over our you're family. from the warrior line of mong people uh, i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's a story about that too you know we have like 18 clans okay and every clan you know you know had like a different kind of like job you know and stuff oh, like I that see. so okay and I guess, you know, yeah, my dad, I mean, that's what my dad told me a long time ago. He's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're racing, we're, we're from the warrior clan. I'm like, all right, okay. I mean, maybe that's why I'm big as hell, but all right. <laughs> I was <laughs> just joking, but yeah. that's tight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I guess I kind of kept that mentality. I'm like, yeah, I'm a warrior. I'm a big dude. That's <laughs> tight. Like, that's yeah. actually tight. Yeah. But yeah, I started, yeah, I started in middle school and then um, I actually linked up with uh, Marcus, uh, Marcus and Sam, and this was before they were underground flow. We're, they were also rhythm rockers, mm -hmm. you know. And then, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, my brother used to teach them. I think at uh, yeah, 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 school that was yeah, uh, Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. yeah, but I um I didn't meet them. It's funny how I met them. I met them through a video game online. Oh really? Yeah, we used to play a game called a uh, Conquer online, right? Conquer, okay. Yeah, and but then like the reason why I met them was because my older brother like started breaking like a couple months after I did, mm. and my cousin start my cousin they were already breaking, so they're all breaking at Johnson, you know, and then like they're all playing this video game. So when I played this video game and like I met all of Marcus, all of them online, and then it's like, oh yeah, you know, we practice at school, like just come over. So mm. I I went to Wilsey Wood. They went to Johnson, mm. so literally I could just walk there after school, yeah. you know. And by the time I get there, they'd be out of school, and then I can go break. Uh -huh. So that's actually how I first met everybody. So I met Marcus, I met Jose, Image, you know, and then um, Sam Niver, and then had my, uh, you know, we used to call him the Monksican because he hung out with all the Monk people. <laughs> he was Mexican. Uh, yeah, the the yeah. Dortes, uh, Mike Dorte and Dave Dorte. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then... Uh, yeah, man, and I had like we had another buddy. His name was Bean, uh, Gino, Gino. But we called him Bean. And then we had Isaac. You know, so I met like all those dudes, just like off of like that. And then that's when I kind of really started breaking a lot more because mm -hmm. I would just all right, screw it. I'll just walk to school every day. You know, mm -hmm. and of course there's like a bunch of mon cats too. You know, it was like mixed. So it was just like I actually grew up in a very mixed environment of breaking, which you know like is a really good thing. You know, because you know. A lot of times in in the the scene here, everybody's like, "Oh, the Hmong scene is kind of like a their own scene. They kind of keep to their own people, and like mm -hmm. they kind of only break together, you know." Mm. But I kind of came up a little bit differently, where I was kind of like, I was with the mixed group. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah, and actually, that caused a lot of problems for me when I was younger, mm. you know, because a lot of people were like, "Oh, you're not down with Hmong people, man. Fuck you. You're not down with us. <laughs> you're a traitor." I'm just like, 
bro, I'm just trying to break dance, man. Yeah, I'm like, just I'm rolling just on the floor. Yeah. Dude. Come on. But then I find out that all these like ex gangbangers used to break. Y- yeah. yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like one of my, um, he's the same age as me. Right. And he was like, he was in a big Hmong gang called MOD at one point. Okay. And I remember he was like, yeah, I was like, oh, you guys break? He's like, yeah, I can break. Same thing. Motherfucker starts coming out. Flare, windmill, flare, elbow, air, flare, head spin. I'm just like, what the hell is yeah. going on? And he's just like, yeah, I just do it for fun. Because my older brothers, they all did it. Yeah. And then his older brothers, they're all gang just members. I'm just like, flare. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, yeah. Flares. It was normal for them. They're just like, yeah. He's like, I think I could do, I think I could still do 90s. I had a lot. And he did like three round 90. I'm just like, God, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, That's hell of Yeah. Funny. And these dudes didn't even train. They just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can do it. I can still do it. The you know, street race at night, gang yep. bang, and then during the day, and then play ninety flares <laughs> yeah, once in a while. at lunch. <laughs> yeah, just like, <laughs> it's like all right, we ain't got nothing to do for thirty minutes. Let's go hit these nineties. <laughs> Dude, that's celebrity. yeah. So that's that's pretty much how my breaking journey started in the beginning. You okay. Know? Yeah. So middle school, like end of the eight, like near the end of the eighth grade year, like kind of midway through the through the year, I started breaking. Mm-hmm. Things on my arm. 2007. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You get a lot of tattoos with like that kind of stuff, like uh, marking like key events in your life. Uh, yeah, definitely. So like, I have a whole sleeve right here in my arm, right. So the first tattoo I ever got was right here. Mm. It says "Break Life." Oh, okay. you know, yeah. So you know, it's just breaking life with the sack bridge. But in general, too. It's to break all of the the chains that life kind of has on you too. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, on, on my um. Oh yeah, yeah. And I got design. Yeah, yeah. The, and then I got the same. flex tattoo on my arm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually I got it. I got it on my arm because the fr- you know it's just kind of a tribute to like everybody before me and everybody that came with me on my journey. Yeah. You know, because actually, right when I got this tattoo, we changed the logo. Oh, yeah. So for me, it's kind of like nostalgia, you know, like because it's just kind of like I'm the last one before we changed it, you Mm. know, because when we changed it, it was just kind of like a sign of like a new chapter of flex. I still have my shirt with that. And I think it's it's such a fucking dope ass design. Yeah. But like since I'm not in the crew anymore, like I don't want to wear the shirt Mm because it's just like it's not really. um like I mean, it's, it's not really yeah. good to rep something that you're not a part yeah. of anymore. But I, mean, I but like, it's really want to have hang, it. Yeah. I want to hang the thing up because like I love that fucking design. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, it's it's from, by Sano. Uh, uh, he's Emiko's. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 Japanese house dancer girl, right? That yeah, lives yeah. in L.A. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I try to know as much about flex as I as as I can. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think like when I was younger, you know, like when I first got into flex, you know. It was kind of difficult. You know, I was in a crew. I was in Rhythm Rockers. I actually got kicked out of Rhythm Rockers. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah, we all got kicked out, you know, so. Um, the, wait, Rhythm Rockers was? Tiny Tim, Tiny San Juan, uh, Trix, Image, Sam, and you Marcus. Hell of people. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, see, in the beginning, I didn't even know that, like, we had San Juan and them and Tiny Tim. Because mm. all I knew was Marcus, Jose, Sam, mm. you know, everybody who went to school with me, right? Yeah, it was all like the high school guys. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when we got on the crew and they're like, yeah, you know, we got homies from like from North Sac too. And then like mm. it was San Juan and them. But I didn't really know them like that too yeah. much until I got a little bit older because, you know, we were in high school. So there was no means of us being able to like travel and do all that mm. type of stuff. And um, yeah, and it started breaking in 2007. I think the first jam I ever went to, it was at Sac State and your brother threw us Cap City Cypher. Oh damn! Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was like Ajax was judging, Iron Monkey was judging, and shit. I was in. Yeah, finals or semifinals? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was with Errol Lang. Dude, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. no, yeah, no. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Arrow for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's that actually hella funny because that just reminds me of like, because, because, for a while we were repping this crew called Business Time. Yes, yes, total, yeah, I remember that. The yeah. shit was a total fucking joke <laughs> to me <laughs> because, like, because I've been homies with Lang and Errol for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Um, and th those guys rep nonstop B boys. Um, oh, okay, okay. Old school crew with like Donovan and a bunch of other people. Um, but so we were gonna enter the thing, and at that time I had, I think I newly had left Flex, and we hadn't made Second Nature yet, or we were like in the beginning stages of making Second Nature crew. Okay, okay. And so I was just entering this jam with them, and they're like, "Let's enter as nonstop B boys," and and I was like, "Okay," but in my mind I was like, "Fuck that shit." And so when I <laughs> when I walked up to sign up, I just thought of the funniest thing. I'm gonna just sign up as Business Time Crew because I was watching um that show. Uh, uh, Flight of the Concords at that time. A a Abe, Abe oh. is a big fan of the show, and he put okay. me on that. So I was like watching it, and it's like the fucking funniest shit at the time. Okay. And so one of the songs they had in that was Business Time. It's just a stupid ass song about like, you know, having sex or whatever. But, oh god. So I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing, and so I just t wrote our name down as Business Time Crew just as a fucking joke. Oh man. <laughs> and so then like, <laughs> they call up Business Time Crew, and like I think we were one of the last crews to go up. Mm -hmm. in our prelim battle and then they're like what they didn't did you not sign us up they're not calling us and i was like no that's us and they were hell <laughs> these guys were hella mad at me and then we did really good at the jam we got to like semi-finals or something and they're like this this name is like fucking blessed or something so we just kind of <laughs> rolled with it yeah i remember was, you guys were entering like that for a while yeah, yeah the shit was just a complete joke to me oh <laughs> like shit. and so but it, it ended up turning into something kind of cool but okay yeah because yeah, that that <laughs> dude that that actually that jam is what sparked my first beef ever and that was with unleashed that was with tom oh, okay. yeah because we ended up battling unleashed in the freaking uh in the beginning in the qualifiers right yeah. but before that we had previously went to their school and battled them so there was oh, already kind yeah. of like a a little beef right and it all started off of with my with my buddy tk i don't know you remember tk yeah uh, i remember tk yeah so yeah. he's man he's TK, like cambodian dude no he's laos laos yeah, yeah okay. so tk man tk used to go on on the internet and just challenge people <laughs> and so we ended up going to burbank to battle for T, for tk to battle somebody from unleashed i forgot mm. who he was but i think he was like battling rice or something and then when we showed up right it just turned into a crew battle. Like, it's just like, <laughs> all right, fuck it. Well, you guys are all here. And Tom, they're there. And they're like, you know, we're all here. Like, fuck it. No, fuck you guys. You know, it's like, so it just ended up turning into a big ass. I didn't battle with them, though, because at mm. that time, um, at that time, I was like, I'm going to go battle this other dude that I used to go to middle school with. Yeah. Right. And his name was Mang. Okay. And, you know, and I was like, all right, I'm going to battle Mang. So you guys can do the crew battle. I'm going to save my rounds with this guy. Oh, you know, okay. so we're like, okay. And I remember Filthy was there. Mation was there. And Image was there, and they were just like on sideline, kind of watching, like yeah, like just like cheering it on, and then like just a bunch of high schoolers like beefing it <laughs> and shit, talking hella shit, you know, like Tom, man, I remember I hated Tom because Tom was the biggest shit talker. That's funny. Yeah, every time you do something like you crash, man, like, I was just <laughs> you like, crash. yeah, I was like, who the hell is this dude? I was like, man, fuck that guy, you know. So and then it sparked it off even more when we went to Cap City Cyber because I ended up battling them, and we we're just like it's these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah our team was like we were just like it's these motherfuckers like fuck <laughs> like, like, That's hella all right so we ended up like like i don't think bo both of our crews didn't qualify okay you know but that sparked like that official beef where it's like 
I'm getting that motherfucker right yeah, there. Like yeah. I'm gonna fuck him up. You know, it's like <laughs> so it start it sparked a long ass beef of just like I mean I don't think it was like a negative beef. It was just more like a competitive, a competitive beef. Rivalry. Yeah, because he was Tom was good. Yeah, you know, Tom was Tom was good as a kid. You know. Yo, I mean seriously, the first time I met him, he was like, fuck, like twelve or something, and yeah. he he hit flare air flare flare and i was or some shit like that and i was like holy shit this kid is 12 and he just did that because i knew his brother era yeah um and rick oh, rick and, and ricky was the, the man back then. yeah and so like i seen him and then he introduced me to his younger brother and i was yep. like oh shit does he break too and then he hits flare like flare 90 or some flare air flare. i think it's <laughs> flare air flare flare and i was like what though goddamn hell yeah like, this kid's about to be crazy yeah. and then you know alone and he was skinny back then yeah and yeah. so like yeah i never he, let him get away with that he's a, <laughs> i swear he's a his, his body is magical he gets fatter and better i don't know how yeah. that well i possible. think like he's he's super flexible naturally yeah 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 you know and I'm like i mean right now though even though right now though he's gotten a lot bigger right but you know we've had a lot of like talks where i'm like hey dude like do you just want to go on as this this fat dude that gets props or do you want to actually like get in shape and like you know and, and he's like no i really want to get in shape i don't really like it so you know like we've I actually been forcing him to work out with mm, me okay yeah so i'd be forcing him i'm like no get up we gotta go we gotta go yeah. to the gym we gotta go work out and so i'll you know, he lives right down the street from yeah. me so i was like i know you're home you can't escape you know <laughs> yeah so i'll show up I'm like what's well, su surprise motherfucker it's like he's we're got, gonna go work he's out he's got such raw talent i mean yeah he's, he's so good and it's um it's crazy how the bro those brothers work man yeah because i mean you you everybody experienced ricky like when ricky was teaching they're like how do you do that you just do it i was just like yeah what <laughs> yeah like, no yeah yeah and i remember ricky was like yeah oh you want you want to learn how to uh, windmill yeah okay here take your shoes off what why because if you hit your feet enough you're not going to want to hit your feet <laughs> Okay, it's like, it's like, all right, I guess we're doing this. You know, I yeah. took my shoes off, smacked my foot, like, ah, like, nah, I give up, dude. I'm good, you know? Yeah. But yeah, man, like, those guys, like, mad talented, bro. Like, and Ricky, man, I'm glad that, like, I mean, I'm glad that Ricky's finally getting kind of like the props he deserves. You know, people mm -hmm. are kind of talking about him now. Yeah. I wish it was a little bit earlier, you know, because I remember, like, Ricky, like, really, like, there's a point where, like, everybody was hating on Ricky just because, oh, all you do is power moves. Yeah. you know and i think it kind of i don't know if it really got to him but i remember he just he got irritated by it and i used oh. to always just tell him like bro like why do you care how many of these motherfuckers can do hella one-hand air flares mm -hmm. none like you know what i'm saying that's like yeah and then like they're tr dude this dude is crazy i remember like they had this little concrete slab in their front yard mm -hmm. and it wasn't that big and they used to have car parts all around it so it was oh. even tinier oh, okay. and there was like cars parked they're changing oils and braking at the same time they're fixing <laughs> cars and braking at the same That's time tight. yeah and then like i remember i would go over there and ricky would just be like hey name any power move and i'll max it out oh shit. yeah and i'm like are you serious he's like yeah i was like all right jackhammers he'll do like hella jackhammers yeah. all right cool all right next uh one hand air flares shit i think i can only do seven you make I that sound only. like it's like easy. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I think I can only do seven, but I'm gonna try to go past that. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, cool. And then he's he was like, he was just like, yeah, just name anything, I'll do it. I'll max it out. Air flare. All right, max out. All right, elbow air flare. You know, I, you would just try to make it harder. And then I remember when he got into his ninety phase, and we were in he my he was hitting hell of ninety. Yeah, no point. man, I i don't have the footage, but I've seen him hit like twelve nineties in my garage. Oh shit. Yeah, and it was like. It was funny because yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I, I think I I saw in person him hit 1090. Mm -hmm. So I can yeah. see him hit. Yeah, because Ricky is just like, fuck it. Like, yeah, like hey, you fall, 
get your ass up and do yeah. it again, you know? And that's kind of the mentality that they, ha- they had. Oh, like, oh, this hurts? Well, shoot. You better learn how to windmill the other way. If you're, you can't stab, you're like, all right, oh, you better learn how to windmill without your hands. And then it's like, yeah. so their mentality was more like, it was like a raw, rugged, like, you just got to do it, man. Yeah. Like, and you're going to learn trial and error, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's how they work, you know? And when I really, like, started training with Ricky and Tom, I mean, even, like, recently, where right, I started training with Alex and Tom a lot, right? And I was just like, okay, you know, we come from, you know, we come from different uh, mentalities of breaking. Mm-hmm. So when I started training with them, I kind of started seeing like, I was like, oh man, like, man, I learned how to do tombstones and webs like on the first week of training with LX, mm. you know, cause he was just like, dude, all it is is just the via. What? Mm. Yeah, you, you do sit-ups, right? You know what a V-up is? Yeah, yeah, look, just do this. All right, <laughs> I did it and did like three tombstones. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the hell? I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's all this was the whole time? He's like, yeah. He's like, look, now when you do web, it's just the same thing, but now you just gotta crunch harder. You gotta twist harder. I was like, boom. Oh crap! I was like, "All right, cool," you know. And then with Tom, though, you know, like, I love Tom because Tom is, um, he just he loves it, you know. And in general, he just loves it. He like, I remember he used to always tell me, "Man, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I don't care about that." And eventually, when we got older, he's just kind of like, "Hey, how do you how do you how do you top rock?" I was like, "Oh, you want to dance now?" He's mm. like, "He's like, yeah, I want to I want to learn how to dance." I was like, "All right." He's like, "Yeah, you look like you have hella fun." I'm like, "I do." Like, it's like, <laughs> "I do." Come on, man, I'll teach you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I've been getting down with them a lot, you know. Okay. Just because my crew, you know, everybody's been kind of busy. A couple of guys had like kids, you know, like Tex had kid, Tex had a kid, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, Nelson. Nelson had a kid and I think he's got his second one coming. Okay. Yeah, and then Ricky had kids, yeah. you know, so everybody kind of, you know, everybody just kind of became parents and the other guys, you know, they kind of just went off and did their own thing, college, school yeah. and all that stuff. So It's a natural progression. Yeah, it's a natural progression. So I think like what I really did, you know, and I really appreciate Abe for it too because I didn't understand what leadership was, man. It was like mm. I used to always like with Abe, I used to always question his ass and like mm. the, the yeah, one thing the <laughs> yeah the one thing that i tell everybody right why i have so much respect for this dude is because when he first picked me up like he could have easily just like treated me like shit because mm. a lot of people that i met you know like they treated me like shit when i, well, when I was trying to get a legendary you okay. know what i'm saying like you know like like i said i'm not gonna name no names but like i said earlier when we were talking privately yeah you know you meet i met some people before flex and they were assholes and i meet them now today they're still fucking assholes <laughs> you know and i was like it was like okay so you guys didn't even change at all so yeah. you know and i tell like <clears throat> i tell everybody with abe right when abe first picked me up man i was like a ghetto little mom kid so a like I remember when Abe first started teaching, I was a sophomore. Mm. He started teaching at Johnson, and everybody's like, "Don't listen to that dude. He's whack. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's deceiving." <laughs> Abe is not whack. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how much he breaks now. He maybe he's not really on his prime, but back in the day, that dude was the fucking man. Like, yeah, for real. Like, no, and his 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 thought process of breaking is fucking insane. You know, like yeah, he he's he's he plays chess with breaking. Yeah, for, he's and that's, he's yeah. a chess master for. And sure that's what breaking. people don't like. I tell everybody, I was like, dude, I was like, they're like, man, like Abe, like you know, like he's like you know he doesn't really listen. I was like, dude, I was like, you know what it is, man. I was like, when I was younger, I told everybody, when I was younger, I felt the same way. I was like, man, like you're telling me to do all this shit. What the fuck? Like that doesn't make sense. Like you're hella dumb. And I, like, look, I tell everybody the reason, one of the main reasons why I respect Abe is when I was a kid, he picked me up when I was 15. I used to cuss this dude out like on mm. a daily like fuck you Abe you're fucking whack you don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> don't talk to me you know I ain't trying to fucking top rock I don't want to top rock that shit's mm. fucking whack you know like and he's just like bro you're gonna be good at it 
You're gonna be mm. good at it. And I'm like, nah, man, I don't want top rock. That's for whack motherfuckers who can't break. <laughs> and then like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, and I, I was a kid though, you know, I yeah, didn't know yeah, no better. Yeah. I was like, man, nobody wants a fucking top rock. Like, that's yeah. stupid. I'm trying to do these fucking air flares and like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be like everybody else, you know. Mm. And then Abe was like, yeah, and he, every day at practice, he'd be like, Munch, come here. Nope, come here. Nope, come here. You're gonna top rock. Nope, come here. Come here, come here, every single day. And yeah. I remember I used to try to avoid him going to practice. I was just like, mm. I don't, don't fucking talk yeah. to me. Eh? And I'll give him hella attitude. And I told him, like, I've been in the crew for like 2000, you know, like I started breaking in 2007. I, I got in in 2010. So 10 years now, this year's mm. 10 years, you know. And in the 10 years that I've been with Abe, he has not once ever yelled or cursed at me. Mm. You know? Yeah, I don't think he ever really did that to me either. Yeah, and I was telling everybody, I was like, dude, like, I've seen Abe go off maybe in my whole 10 years with him, maybe twice. Okay. You know, and that's when people were really out of pocket and really mm. out of line. It was to the point where I was going to beat people up and Abe was just like, no, I got it. And boom, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, like uh, <laughs> I didn't think he had that in you. <laughs> was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then he was just like, he's like, no, nah, man, that dude just pisses me the hell off, man. I'm mm. just like... Okay, shit. I was like, whoa. And then when he when he like went off, everybody was kind of like, fuck, we've never heard Abe go off like mm. that, you know? And I was like, oh shit, though. And then that dude that he was yelling at was kind of like, oh fuck. You know? yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, I was like, and I was like, real. you pissed him off. I was yeah, like, yeah. hey man, I've 10 years, I've never heard this dude cuss at me, not yeah. once. You know, every time I would be tripping, he'd be like, Munch, stop, stop, stop. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Munch, who won freestyle session? Okay, who did this? <laughs> yeah, I used to hate him, man. I used to get, yeah, I was like, you know what? You know what? That's why you're whack. That's why you can't break. You know what I'm yeah, like? That's, that's why you don't even practice. You know, you, you suck. You know, and like, he used to like, and he would take it so casually. Like, okay, all right, all right, cool. All right, you know. But every time, every day, every day, because I would go to practice every day. It didn't matter if I was pissed off at people. I would go every day. Mm -hmm. And every day. Even though the day before then, even before practice, I would curse him out. He'd be like, come on, Munch. Come on. No. Come on. Yeah. Yep. You got to do these drills. You got to do top rock drills. Mm. You want to get in flex? Yeah. All right. Then you're going to have to do all this. <laughs> all right. You know? And then, like, I didn't, like, I hated listening to Abe, right? And then I remember he disappeared because he went to Europe, right? He went yeah. to Europe for, like, a couple years. Mm -hmm. And so I was left with uh, Future. Okay. You know? So... The first year when I got in, I trained with Abe. And then when Abe left for like a couple years, I started training with Future. And Future, too, is a freaking monster, you know? He thinks on a different way. Like yeah. it's yeah. In, a, in a different way from Abe, too. You know, yeah, patterns very... and concept-wise. And, you know, like... But Future is like a drill sergeant. <laughs> like, is, yeah. I remember he was, like, trying to teach me something. And I couldn't learn it. he's like, go there and do it. And if you can't do it, don't come back. <laughs> like, I was just like, ah. <laughs> Shit. You know, yeah. I was like, all right. So I would go and I'll bust my ass and I'll come back. Nah, that doesn't look good. You're still doing it wrong. You know, like you got to do it like this. <laughs> okay. And then like, he'll like, and I learned a lot, you know? So like, I tell everybody, you know, like future and Abe's really cultivated me throughout breaking. Right. And the thing that I love about them the most is that they allowed me to kind of take my own journey. Okay. You know, like future, I can, I talk like with future and Abe, like I could talk to them about anything, you know, like growing up to, you know, especially a home kid from kind of like the hood. Right. Like, I was going through, like, a lot of strife, you know, okay. and identity and stuff like that, too, and a couple of times, you know, and depression and stuff like that, too, mm -hmm. right? And those guys were kind of always there to be like, you know what, you know, that shit sucks and, like, it shouldn't be happening, but you know what? Come on, let's just go break and let's mm -hmm. just go do shit. And the first event that, like, really got me into breaking and made me want to start traveling, right, I went to uh, Seattle. Okay. Yeah, I went to Seattle, right, and that was with Legendary. You know, and then that really opened my eyes 
you know, because I went, I was like, oh shit, we can really do something about this, you know? Okay. And then he was just like, and then I remember A pulled me to say, he's like, yeah, this is the first step, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't want to travel. I was too afraid because mm-hmm. I was like, I was always like, man, I'm not good enough, man. I don't know, man. I don't even win jams and sack. Like, mm-hmm. why am I going to go out there? It's a waste of time. I'm going to waste money. I'm going to waste yeah. time. There's no point in me going out there. What, what's the point, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, you just need to go and afterwards you'll see. Yeah. All right. So I went. And then, you know, I was like, oh, shit. And that's like, and then when I went to, that's when um, the new recruits from Europe came. Okay. So we had Rufy and we had uh, Eddie. Yeah. And these two dudes were monsters, too, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when they went, Eddie ended, entered with Future. They ended up losing um, in the semifinals or the, no, in the, in the finals, I believe. Yeah, I think it's the finals. And then, like, when I came back, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, like, I, I'll just... I got to just try, you mm-hmm. know? So that's when I really started investing. Like I went to, after that, that one trip, I went to Seattle every year for the next five mm. years. You know what I'm saying? That same event every year for the next five yeah. years, you know? And then eventually got to that. And eventually I was like, Hey, you want to go to New York? All right. Mm. Hey, you want to go to Utah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you want to go to just for laughs? You want to go to Montreal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know? And then like, I remember I went to, um, and every time I went to the Bay, right, I, I got no hate for the Bay, but every time I went to the Bay, the moment they found out you were flex, it was, <laughs> it was flex. on and popping. The, word, the like, word flex is kind of like, yeah. the, it's like the word Voldemort or something. Yeah. Like people get weird about it. So. Well, that's what I told everybody too. And one thing that like, like really like changed my mentality. Cause you know, when I was younger, right, I was never really like, I think for personality wise, I've always wanted to get along with everybody. Okay. Right. So before I got in flex, I was in uh, rhythm rockers and I was in basic squad. Mm-hmm. And then um, when basic squad broke up, you know, like <laughs> that's what Tom asked me to get an unleashed. Mm. And I turned him down the first time because uh, Chu from my crew had left basic squad to okay. get into unleashed. Oh, I see. And so I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm trying to beat you guys. You know, I was like, <laughs> and I still got something against you, Tom. We still going down. Like We're homies, but I'm still, I, I got to take you out, you know? Oh, okay. And then my best friend TK also got into unleashed. Yeah. yeah. And so I was kind of like, well, I don't want to take the same route as them, you know? And that's actually when I, you know, when I officially got into legendary, I talked to Larry, you mm-hmm. know, and then, um, and I give a lot of props to like Kobe too, because Kobe, man, like Kobe C-note. used to show up. Yeah. Kobe used to show up to Johnson every single day just to practice with me. Mm-hmm. And then we would walk to his house and practice yeah. at his house. And then that's when Sam and Larry would show up and then we would practice there, mm-hmm. you know, and props to Sam too. You know, I know Sam's a little bit, you know, hard headed, but I see the, he really taught me the meaning of being down for your friends. You know, mm-hmm. like he's like, you know what? People have their flaws, but you'll know who's really your friend or not. Okay. And at first, I didn't really understand it. You know, I didn't like, I was like, no, man, I'm, I'm cool with hella people, you know. And then the minute I got into Legendary and people found out, nobody was my friend anymore. Mm, yeah. And it really, like, that's what really, like, made me like, wait, what the fuck? I thought we were all homies. You know, I yeah. thought we were cool. You know, oh, you're in Flex. I even got threatened. You're like, it's like, oh, you're in Flex? Oh, you better watch your back. I'm just like, yeah. what? Like, what the hell? I thought we were friends. We've been friends for like four years. Like, I don't know. And it's like, nah, man, you're down with flex. Fuck that. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And then I think that's when I really like got aggressive because I was just like, oh, so all you guys weren't really my homies. Mm. Like, oh, fuck all you guys then, (laughs) you know? And then, you know, we go, you go through your strife and then long story short, like flex ended up, you know, breaking up again after, uh, because I got in right before Morris, they all, they were out, you know? 
And then after that, you know, we had the new generation of Flex. And then we had, you know, a lot of the legendary guys move up to Flex just to fill those spots. And then when we had our second fallout, right, we were already kind of beefing it. You know, like I said, it's a big crew, uh -huh. egos, people and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own mentality. Everybody has their own goals. And then when the crew broke up again, right, I was just like, I remember when uh, one of the guys was leaving and he told me, he's like, you know, like. I don't want things to change. And I remember specifically telling him, it's not going to change unless you let it change. Mm. You know, I was like, and you've already done that. You know, I was like, you already telling me that I'm talking to you in a certain way because I think I'm better than you. But okay. and I was just like, but we're friends. Like, aren't we supposed to be helping each other grow? If something mm. looks whack, I want you to tell me. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, don't don't let me go in here and do some whack yeah, shit. That, <laughs> like, like the, don't let me do that's that. The you know, bad shit is if yeah. somebody's like letting you walk yeah. around doing some whack shit. Like, yeah. And, and then, uh, what one thing that Abe's always told me, he's like, yeah, he's like, look, there's no wrong way or no right way of breaking. But there is whack. I was just like, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. But yeah, and then like, so when that second fallout happened, that's when I really kind of closed up. Where I was just like, that's when you guys really saw me. And that was like aggressive much. Where I didn't mm. talk to nobody. I was like, oh, like, oh, you used to be in flex? Oh, fuck you. You probably think like them too then. Mm. You know, oh, oh, you're, you used to be flex, man? Fuck you. You probably think like them too. Mm. You know, and I remember I used to see like, I used to see like everybody who used to be in flex you know, and I'll just be like, man, I was like, man, they all think the same, mm. you know, like, man, fuck all those guys. I don't want to talk mm. to none of them. You know, fuck that. Like, get off, get off my nuts. You know, like, uh, <laughs> did yeah. You, did you think that about me? Uh, kind of, but actually okay. at the end of the day, right. I told, I still had that personality where I really, I really wanted to get along with everybody. I really truly mm. did. You know, in my heart, I really did. But like, you know, I felt like betrayed, you know? So like yeah. by a lot of my friends that people that I thought were my friends just because I was in a crew. Yeah. So like. It kind of that kind of like held like a shadow over me for a lot of years yeah. where I was just kind of like, no, nah, I can't trust them. They want something. Yeah. No, nah, I can't trust this dude. They want something. And actually, like, see, and that's what I always try to explain to everybody. Abe actually was the one who was like, dude, you can't think like that. You mm -hmm. can't do that. You can't do that. Like, yeah, we have history. But, you know, even with like Morse and all that stuff. Right. And, you know, all the negative stuff that happened between all the older guys in the past. Abe's always told me that's not your problem. That's it's, not you. That's like, look, you gonna go through your own journey. And he's like, you know what? They may be dicks to me, but if they're cool with you, then that's cool. Just understand that this happened between us. So I don't trust them, but mm -hmm. that's not you. That's, it's, that's me, you know? And I'm like, okay, but you're my teacher and I respect you. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, I'm down with you. I don't mm -hmm. care. You know, like it's, it's fight or flight at this but, point, you know? So I, I think the tribalness of like the breaking scene is maybe reminiscent of like gang culture a little bit oh yeah and, definitely um and i think that so you know so many times we get like yeah some kind of like internal drama or something and then everybody just needs to have some opinion about it and mm -hmm. j pick sides and stuff and you know and I, I feel like i definitely did that when i was younger and i've tried to make a good habit of not doing that anymore yeah because i don't think it's helpful to me i don't think it's helpful to anybody and i yeah. know that at the end of the day, all it is is just prejudging someone else. Yep. That yep. I might not even know. And so, uh, you know, it's just it's just not a healthy mindset in my opinion. Yeah. And so, like, I had to really, like, get, get myself out of that. And, 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 you know, all the animosity I ever had towards anybody, I just had to, like, kind of let that go. Yeah. Forgive and forget. I mean. And it's hard. You it, know, it's, it's, it's hard. hard. And, you know, it's and, difficult, you know. I mean, and I would say, like, when I was in Flex... Um, or uh, sorry, when I left Flex, like I felt because a lot of people were then like, oh, no, I don't fuck with you anymore because you left. And, I, and you yeah, know, I tried to explain 
what my reasons because it made perfect sense why i left in my mind but mm -hmm. to other people yeah they were like no you betrayed us because you're leaving this is like our family and you just left the yeah. family and for a long time it's like I some didn't, primal shit man <laughs> yeah, a long for a long time i didn't understand that i was like these guys are just being fucking assholes to me and, mm -hmm. and then i realized like no they legitimately feel like i let them down and yeah and, and it's and it's because it's because of i think that tribalness of all of it like we're all just mm -hmm. trying to create divides between each other but when yeah. really it doesn't need to be like that and so once i left i kind of went through a big um like i guess a soul searching event a little bit to try to mm -hmm. figure out why that's happening and like fix it because i don't want it to happen anymore and so yeah. it, and it, it came down to really like it doesn't matter what someone thinks about me i need yep. to i need to portray what i want it to look like and so I, yeah. i've tried for a long time to just not have that you know yeah you know what actually really helped me get over that was when i officially started teaching and having students oh yeah 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 you know because like i remember man when i had my first group of kids right uh, shout out to my boy Sai because he's the reason why i got my first class okay right and Sai was teaching at wilsey wood and then he was like he just hit me up he's like hey dude i'm leaving the jabberwockies i made it i was like hell yeah you know me and Sai were really close yeah, yeah and then i remember he's like but i don't break and i'm teaching these kids and all they do is break mm. and i've been teaching them for a year how to break uh -huh. and he's like and he's like dude all i know is how to six step and rush and kick that's it you know <laughs> <laughs> so and i was like i was looking i was like yeah your six step's not that good <laughs> you know, so, and he was like yeah that's he's funny. like but before i leave i want to give my students to somebody i trust you know yeah. so okay he introduced me to his class, right? And that's when I actually met the new generation of Flex. And all those guys are still in Flex, too, mm. to this day, you know? And I remember when I first started teaching them, right, I was so full of animosity, anger, right? Cause, and I'm, but I was like, man, I was like, all right, I don't want, I don't want my students to have to go through the bullshit that I went through, right? Mm. So the first year, well, my kids, all I did was fucking drill, the flex style of training. You're just gonna fucking drill. I don't yeah, give a shit yeah. if you like it or not. You wanna get good? <laughs> yeah, then you better do these fucking six steps, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I drilled my kids for a really long time, right? And then when I was like, okay, you know, like, and I had like, I had criteria for them, you know, like, I was like, all right, who's this guy? Okay, you need to study this, mm. go look at that, you know? And honestly, me, I always hated watching footage. Mm. I of yourself of, or of in general anyone. okay yeah yeah because in the beginning i never wanted to do it abe's like you know who ken swift is no <laughs> like you know rocksteady no mm. you need to learn all this like why yeah. like, you know and it's like because this the hit if you love breaking the way you say you love breaking then you need to know mm -hmm. okay so i started researching and stuff like that but i always told abe i hate it why i don't want to sit here and listen and watch all this stuff i just want to break you know mm -hmm. i just want to break i just want to break but eventually you know i kept doing it he kept forcing me to do it like he would come hang out with me and fucking make me watch videos yeah. and then like all right and then at the end of the day and this is what one thing that i loved about abe you know he would w make me watch battles and be like so who do you think won and i'm mm. like oh i think they won why mm. And then, like, mm. you know, oh, because blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Abe, like, he used to, like, I remember, man, like, when Abe was struggling also, he used to go to McDonald's for Wi-Fi just so that uh. he can, like, just so that he can make connections and talk to people overseas and stuff like that, right? And he used to force me to go and sit and listen to him do all that stuff. And, and in the beginning, I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm. I'm just sitting here. Mm. Like, and he's like, just, just listen, see how i talk to people see how you're gonna work he's like because and he's always told me in the beginning he's like munch one thing about you that you don't even realize he's like you're gonna be really great for the future because you know how to talk to people you like people and you're not like me 
I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you want to get along with everybody. Mm. He's like, I'm an asshole. I'll be like, fuck <laughs> these guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's like, he's like, but you, he's like, you'll try to work with people. Uh, you know, and he's like, and he's he he told me, I've always seen that. That's in a me. very self-reflective yeah. thing of him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. You know, and you know, when you're younger, you don't understand. I was like 16, 17. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to sit here for two hours and yeah. listen to you talk to people from Japan and Europe and all this stuff. But then like, as I got older, I realized like, I was like oh shit, I really appreciate you for that. Yeah. Because I learned, even though I, subcon I, I subconsciously learned, even though I didn't want to, mm -hmm. you know? And then when we started doing like events and stuff like that, everything kind of was like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, I know what to yeah. do. Okay, I know what to do. And then like I'm like they're like damn like and everybody's like damn how do you know how to do all this stuff I was like, well, yeah. Actually, when I think back about it, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. this dude taught me all this stuff yeah. when I didn't want to do it, it's, you know, and I, he like forced me to do it when I didn't want to because yeah. he's always telling me, dude, no, trust me, you're gonna be, I know you're gonna be good at this, it's, I know you can do this, you know. Yeah, it's super important to have a mentor, in my opinion. I yeah, mean, because well, to to be to have a mentor and then to be a mentor because yeah, that perspective. You know, you don't know how a, much you annoy your mentor until you got students. Like, well, yeah. And, and also, I think what's so good about teaching and being a mentor is like when you say, OK, do this. And they go, why? And then you go, why? And yeah. it makes you really break down in your mind why they need to do it. Yeah. Because, and it's it's maybe has just been an instinct or just something you've kind of like just always assumed mm -hmm. and so it makes you really reflect back on yourself and go well this is why you got to do it yeah it makes it i don't know it, it helps me really like break down exactly why this yeah. needs to happen and it gives me a better understanding of it a, be a better perspective of, yeah. of it and sometimes even you go like yeah why oh that's kind of stupid yeah. and then you go well <laughs> the, the the point of it is to do this and there's maybe a better way to do mm -hmm. it actually and so yeah you and know, it also makes you realize how much you suck at some shit <laughs> for sure yeah for sure for sure i remember i was teaching one of my students i was like yeah man you got to do a reverse helicopter how do you do it like this and i was like scratch hell about it like oh what yeah, the yeah. hell it's like oh no i was just i was just like yeah. oh no. and my kids just looked at me like and i see the face and they're like what like, the hell? What the hell? And I was just like, and even me, I was like, yeah, what the hell? I was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. You know, so yeah. literally that month, that whole month, I just you drilled just reverse helicopters. It, yeah. I was like, nah, man, nah, I'm going to get that. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to look that shitty ever again. I was like, oh, yeah, man. that's happened so, to me a few times too. Yeah, yeah, but then, you know, yeah, the mentorship stuff, man, like, I'm really thankful that I had Future and Abe, you mm -hmm. know, through a lot of the strife that I went through, right? Because they know a lot of personal stuff that a lot of people don't know, you know, like, even you know like when you know so when abe they picked me up my family like my parents first divorced right okay. and so that really i mean when i think when i was younger i didn't realize how much it scarred me as a kid oh but it really like kind of like threw an effect to where i was just like man fuck everything i don't care mm. you know and so and remember i was like a little ghetto kid my older brother was a gangbanger yeah and you know like i'm the type of guy where like i always got something to prove <laughs> you know, I, was oh, like, okay. I always got something to prove you know when i was younger i was like oh you're not gonna get that because i remember abe used to be like munch you're not gonna be able to air flare stop i'm gonna do it abe and i'm gonna make you eat your own words you know i was like <laughs> yeah and i did it you know what yeah. i'm saying i did it i was kind of you know? the same way yeah yeah but then i think it was like it's, you know it was a, it's a youth thing you know where you're mm. just like nah man you nah, i can do it i can do it you know i can do it you know it's, i think it's honestly good to have that yeah because yeah. even with my kids right i tease them and they think I'm really hating, but in the back of my head, I was like, I'm going to see if you really want it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you can't do it. And yeah. let's see what you do with that, yeah. you know? And a lot of the, like, a lot of my students, man, I'm like, 
I'm really glad that he allowed me the opportunity to recruit and kind of, and I think he knew that I needed it too, honestly, because when he allowed me, he like, he didn't even like reject it at all. He was just like, oh, you're going to teach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I'm like, but I don't feel like I'm ready. He's like, never know until you do it. Mm. I'm For sure. I knew I wasn't ready. <laughs> you know, for, I, I, for yeah. sure. I knew, you know, like I was like, dude, like I'm still learning with you anything know? in your life you will probably always feel like you're not ready for it yeah you just gotta freaking jump in and maybe you're not ready but you probably are more ready than you think yeah you know that you're giving yourself credit for at least yeah so you just gotta freaking go and learn on oh yeah you know yeah because i've always been the type of guy man like honestly like like i tell everybody i hate the way i break (laughs) oh yeah yeah. yeah. even though like i know that my skill set is good on certain things and i'm terrible about other stuff right i'm such a hard ass critic on myself because mm. i'm like good yeah like i'm like man i don't like how that looks I'm, you, you know like dude i'm the same way honestly yeah because like you know a lot of people will say oh yeah you're good at this you're good at this and i'm like yeah but the picture i have in my mind yeah. doesn't match what i'm doing and maybe that looks cool to you but in my mind i'm like yeah but it doesn't look like that yeah and so Yep. Uh, yeah, and I rem- yeah. I think being a critic to yourself is is a good thing though. Yeah. You, you oh, just definitely. Gotta, but you I guess you got to not let it be a hindrance to yourself because yeah. yes. because you can beat yourself up all day and then at the end if you're not taking the steps to just go for it. Yep. Then it's being a hindrance, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. if cuz one of the hardest things to do is take the first step of something. And so if you're bra- if you're just hitting yourself over the head all day long going like yeah you suck at this you're never gonna get better you know Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't look like the way you want yeah you go down a rabbit hole yeah yeah and then you don't do it you just let your your i guess your your stupid part of your brain like defeat you yeah you gotta just say no fuck you i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna make it look better than that yep and and use that to really like uh motivate yourself yeah and that's something that's i i think and i tell all my students it's very important because especially with kids they struggle with that Mm. this doesn't look the way i want it doesn't look good i'm like trust the process you know like because that's what abe's always told me trust the process i know you don't believe in it now but just trust the process you know and i remember when i won my first top rock event Mm. you know it was in the bay it was um wacko they threw it mm. you know yeah he yeah. was throwing a lot, a lot of, he, yeah I think he's still doing yeah 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 I did, I did a COVID. couple of his rocking battles right and i remember when i won that top rock battle right when i went to go do it you know even in my head i was like fuck i'm pretty trash and i'm probably not gonna win you know mm. that was the mentality that i had but i was like but you know what i'm gonna go and i'm just gonna believe in everything that abe's told me because abe told me straight up before i was gonna go oh you're gonna win <laughs> yeah, he told me straight. That's he's dope. like, yeah, That's he's like, dope. you're gonna win. I'm like, yeah, he had faith. You know, I was like, nah, yeah, I don't know, you know. And then when I went and I ended up winning, I was just like, what the hell? Like, you know, I was like, I was like, all right. And then like Abe would just tell me, he's like, yeah, see, he's like, I told you, you know. Yeah. I was like, I was like, well, maybe it's good because my mentor has faith in me, even though when, because like you said, you know, you're right. You're like, you never think you're ready because you're just like, no, no, like. Like, cause you watch everybody and then you're like, fuck, see, they're good at that. And you start mm. looking at what everybody else does. Right. And then like one thing that Abe's helped, helped teach me. Right. And one thing that I look, you know, when I'm doing competitions and stuff like that, able, able tell me like, yeah, don't look at what people were doing. Right. Look at what they're doing wrong. Mm. And I was like, huh? And he's like, yeah, watch. You'll get way more confident that way. I was like, all right. You know, so I, I would mm, go I to battles. I never thought about that. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's so And that's how, like, that's everybody tells me when I judge and stuff like that, right? They're like, you have, like, this resting bitch face. I was just <laughs> like, I was like, it's not even that. It's that I'm looking at everything 
you're doing from what yeah. you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. So when I compete, I'm like, I was like, yeah, you know why I don't get intimidated? They're like, why? I say, like, because I look at people. I'm like, yeah, you're good at power moves, but you know what you fucking suck at? <laughs> <It's> like, <you laughs> know, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I tell everybody, mm. that's how you kind of like, I kind of built the confidence to block off like any negative doubts that I had in my head mm. because I'm like, oh, fuck, this dude's going off, you know, like, because mm. you're going to battle people where they're like, I battle keeps. In mm -hmm. LA, and I was like, fuck, we're battling fucking Keebs and Luigi and yeah, like yeah. fucking all these dudes. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Like, all right. I was like, okay, just remember, what are they doing? And they may not even necessarily be whack at it, but I might think it's not good, you okay. know? So I was like, all right, what, look for everything he's doing wrong. So every yeah. time, like, when I'm battling people, right, I'll look, I'm like, all right, what's he doing wrong? But then I started realizing too, I was like, oh, shit, that makes this game a lot easier because mm. now I'll attack you at what you're not good at. Yeah. Instead of trying to compete with you in what you're good at. Yeah, you that's, know, that's a very martial artist, I think, perspective. Yeah, it's like you're picking apart someone's flaws. And yeah, then using and then emphasizing it. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what I've always kind of taught my students, and I learned that a lot from Abe too. You know, so I used to take my kids to jams before they competed, and I'll just let them watch a bunch of battles in sack. Right, we go to jams, and I'm like, so who do you guys think won? You know, and they'll mm -hmm. be like, oh, I think this this dude won. And it's crazy because when you let kids like depict who they think they they think won it's crazy because sometimes they'll be like yeah i don't think the person who won really won i thought it was them well why do you think that mm -hmm. you know like i try to pick at my students brains also well why do you think that yeah. why do you think that they won well you know i didn't really like their foundation i didn't like, really like how they they, mm -hmm. they set up their moves and stuff like that i was like all right cool and then we'll go back to practice i was like now watch a clip of yourself right and then tell me what you think you're doing yeah wrong. yeah exactly and then it makes them yeah. like oh shit you exactly. know the way i'm looking at other people i have to look at myself that same very same yeah. way you know and then my kids started my <laughs> students started to grow and i think like what really mellowed me out with breaking is like when you see the progress and the growth of your students right it's like a feeling that i tell everybody that you can't replicate mm. you know when i seen like man like when i had like alex and nelson winning mm. all the damn jams that they're competing for like they had a win streak for a whole year yeah every damn battle they went they went they went to an all-style battle right and then they're like hey we have like 20 routines <laughs> i was just like bet you're not gonna do a routine every round they're like bet they, these two motherfuckers did routine <laughs> they did routines every single fucking <laughs> round for the whole jam and everybody was just like what the fuck they're routining again it's like and they just kept doing it kept doing it kept uh, doing it kept doing it i was like all right if you guys if you guys routine the whole thing man i'll take you guys eat and whatever you want funny. they're like all right and they literally did a whole jam they did a routine every single <laughs> round <laughs> and i'm funny. just like i'm sitting there like i'm like god like what the fuck did i do i was like like i created some fucking monsters these dudes but then like what i loved about it was like you know you see you know like your students at their worst where they doubt themselves and then you see the confidence build up to where mm. they're just like oh i can take this dude yeah i can do that because in the beginning they're like uh i don't know I was yeah. like, okay hey, hey hey go in there do this round yep do that and then do a routine yeah see he messed up go do a routine and i started realizing what abe did to me when we were battling too because you know everybody always you know i always hear this like abe's talking shit about us during battles because when you guys are battling he's always back you're trying to command y'all not really because every time i battled abe would always make me laugh because Abe would be like look at this dude man yeah. Look, look at him his hairline he's is hella off guy. you know he's not even talking he's about breaking he's like guy. he's like yeah because he's trying to like make you comfortable so he's like look at this dude man yeah he you can't wear adidas and nike at the same time you know that, like, that's like, actually exactly like, that that's <laughs> how i i get myself confident in yeah. battles actually is <laughs> yeah. i go like you know that dude's that dude's pretty dope but 
you know, look at his hairline though. <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. What I mean? And you just I, start talking shit about yeah. them in your head. Like, Oh man, look at this dude. Cause, like, like cause I'm, I'm naturally just a jokester. So I'm like, yeah. just thinking about like, if, if I was just making jokes about this guy, what would I say? And yeah. So I yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. See me, I'm, I'm the same way. I just look at him. I'm like, Hmm, your eyebrows are kind of crooked. <laughs> so, <laughs> like that, you know? So I tell everybody, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, you got buck tooth and you got a split between your two man I, yeah. I don't know like dude his teeth is kind of yellow but dude this dude brushing his teeth you know like yeah. so like you kind of build that's confidence funny. that way you know and i think that's the, that's good thing about shit talking you know too because like i think people like they take it personal and they go to a personal level yeah. and it should never get to that you know what i'm saying I, like i think with shit talking like i guess my the way i pr approach it is i don't like shit talking mm-hmm but if someone shit talks to me, like for sure you're gonna get laid out. You yeah. know what I mean? It motivates you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so because like the whole battle, I'm kind of just making jokes in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say them out loud. But then as soon as someone's like, fuck you, you whack, you suck, your whole crew's whack, like, oh well, let's talk about your hairline, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that's so that that's why that so that yeah. that's always been my approach is like don't start, don't start it, but like, you know. Yeah. Well, I think like so one of the funniest moments for me in breaking, right? I remember we were at Style Elements, right? I forgot what year it was, but um, we had a we were putting uh, Austin Austeezy through like a trial run to get into Flex, right? And this kid was fucking mad dope, you know. And I remember like we we're at, we we're at Style Elements, and he was breaking, and this like older dude like called Austin out and was just like talking trash and mm. like oh man you don't know what you're doing man start trying to rock like start trying to up rock austin yeah. and austin is kind of like a generally a quiet dude and he's just kind of like in the beginning he's just kind of oh, oh, oh what the fuck you know like what the fuck and then like abe just walks up on the side and abe's just like man you don't even know how to dance like you what are you talking about you're not even rocking like like, like you could barely stand on your toes you know That's and then like funny. the dude was like talking shit. he's like man you about to see this and then like and then like he like he's not even he's just like rocking right and then like he tries to go down and do bad footwork and Abe's like oh oh this is Austin come here I was like Austin come here pulls Austin Austin's just like a little kid like what, what? and he's like yeah you could come here go ahead go ahead go ahead Austin go ahead no no go ahead back up no 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 let, let him do that let him do that and then Austin starts breaking and the dude's just like man what's that Abe's like you know what it is domination <laughs> then, dude the whole cypher starts laughing and, I'm just, and the dude doesn't know what to like say and then the austin's fucking tight so yeah, austin's yeah, yeah. going off and i'm just like oh shit this kid's kind of going off yeah, yeah. and then everybody's like oh everybody's looking at austin like, oh shit he is going off dude. and abe's like you see that you see that you can't even sweep like that go ahead do a helicopter yeah and it's like i tell everybody the Domination. best yeah the best moments in my breaking especially during cypher is when abe is there because he makes it hella funny because he yeah. he doesn't even care he, he's he a funny just, guy he just starts clowning and you're just like the whole seriousness just goes away you're just like all right yeah. man i'm just gonna get down you, you, you gotta know? have fun with dancing i think i mean yeah yeah I, and i i think if you're not having fun with it you're doing something wrong yeah sure. definitely you know i mean you know and with with uh and just in general with the hip-hop stuff like that too right and that's the pros and cons of it you know like i think one thing that i really love about the breaking culture and just hip-hop in general it's that like we don't have any colors or anything mm -hmm. you know like dude everybody's welcome everybody yeah. can come in and honestly like i tell everybody like it's really helped me out a lot through my life you know because i tell everybody whenever like whenever i was angry you know whenever i was going through like a loss of family whenever i was going through strife stress you know anger bad breakups you know mm -hmm. stuff like that you know Breaking like it. friendships and stuff like that like 
breaking was kind of like my sanctuary yeah you know where it, it was just kind of like all my anger my frustrations you know like fuck man my job was being an asshole people were being dicks you know like damn you know like i lost hella money got into a car accident mm. blah, blah 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 you know like shit my grandfather just passed i remember when my grandfather passed away and that really hit me hard and that hit my family really hard too and i remember i showed up to practice and abe was there and abe was like what the hell are you doing here mm. and like you know, like I, w I was at my grandfather's funeral all day, right? And then yeah. there's a thing where there's a time where like they let us take a break. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, I'm just going to like take like a couple hours off. I'm going to kind of just go and like release some stress. And, you know, my family's like, all right, cool. And then I ended up going to practice. Mm. And Abe's like, what are you doing here? I was like, dude, I just I just need a break, man. And he's yeah. like, all right, come on, come over here. And then he's like, hey, yeah. everybody come here. And it's like, all right, we're just going to cipher today. And mm -hmm. so we just ended up like getting down and ciphering. Yeah. You know, and like. You know, like I didn't want like, and everybody's like, "You want to talk about it?" I was like, "No, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to, I just want to dance." You, just wanna you dance. know, yeah, yeah, you know. And so like, they're all right. And so I'm breaking, and then like Abe just makes everybody come around me. We just start ciphering, right? And he's yeah. like, "Hey, dude, whatever you need to let out, bro, go ahead." Yeah. You know, talk all the shit it's you a need. You know, do do. Yeah, and then like I was like, "All right," you know, and like it, it eventually built up to the point where like I tell Abe, right? Because I know the relationship with Abe and a lot of people, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't want to talk about it. You know, mm -hmm. but I was like, I tell everybody, I talk about it because. I came up with a for the past 10 years. Yeah. You know, and if it was really as bad as everybody said it was, I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm the type of dude where like I want to get along with everybody, but I also don't take no shit. Mm -hmm. You know, so I always tell everybody, yeah, if you want to approach like I've had so many people like judge me just because I was flex. Mm -hmm. And like even with like, you know, when I'm hanging out with Alex and Tom, they're like, You guys are hanging out with Munch. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Yeah, why? It's like well, isn't he isn't he a flex guy and then like tom and tom's the best dude tom gets me weak and tom was like man you don't know my boy shut the fuck up you know it's like <laughs> yeah you know like and i'm really and then tom like tom's like you know me and tom actually we became really really close in the last couple of years too you know because like you know his crew stopped breaking and then my crew everybody kind of went off and did their own thing right and for me i'm kind of like a hard ass so no matter if i'm tired or whatever i always break because i tell everybody like I love it to the point where I want to break. And at the same time, too, I don't want to lose my skill set. You know, mm -hmm. even if I'm not breaking to get better, I'll just break to maintain or I'll just break to kind of like get some workout in, you know, because I started looking at it as a, you know what? It's not really, you know, like, like I like Abe used to always tell me when you can accept the fact that like sometimes you might not be able to do all the stuff that's on your bucket, bucket list and some of these crazy things, you know, like as much as I want to be a Red Bull guy. Sometimes mm -hmm. I know that that might not be possible. And mm -hmm. at the same time, too, it's, I'm not going to not reach for it. But mm -hmm. at the same time, too, I'm not going to let that kind of like, oh, I failed because I never made it to Red Bull. Yeah. You know, you know, to be honest, I think uh, like with Red Bull and or not just Red Bull, but like all these like, sp I guess, sponsored crews that maybe is mm -hmm. what you could call them. Like, I think it's cool that there's money coming into the scene. Yeah. But what I don't. What I don't like is that now you're on terms. Uh, yeah. Their, their terms. And, yeah. And I think in general, like b dancing, any kind of art, like you really have to be on your own terms. And so I hope that, yeah. that the, the people that are involved with those, uh, those sponsored uh, crews, yeah. like understand that, that you can't hinder a, an artist's creative process yeah you got to let them kind of go with what they're doing and like kind of let them go on their own terms or at least give them some kind of freedom i know you're on they're they're making moves on your dollar but yeah like you don't want to become the thing that's in the way of their creativity yeah you don't want to be yeah you don't want to be a robot you know what i'm saying like and yeah. i tell everybody it's like i'm happy that 
you know, financially, you're able to make a living off breaking, right? But there's pros and cons to that, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when I was coming up and, you know, like, a lot of people don't even know, like, I lived in Europe for a while. Oh, and, really? Yeah, yeah. I lived in Europe for a year. Oh, nobody, shit. yeah, nobody really knew that, right? But then, like, that, in my opinion, was, like, the best, like, dude, when I went to Europe, man, when I left, I was, like, and actually, like, the truth about it is, like, I went through a really bad breakup. You oh, know, okay. I went through a really bad breakup. You know, my uh, I wasn't getting along with my mom. You know, mm. like we were like butting heads back and forth. And I remember the thing that triggered me was my mom. I told my, you know, because I used to travel all the time. And then my mom said to me, "You're wasting your time. You're never gonna make it." Oh shit! You know, yeah, my mom said that to me. And I remember like it's I snapped mentally where I was mm. just like, yeah. okay. And then like I went into my room. I hit up my boy Simon. Shout out to Simon Steedo. You know. And I hit him up. I was like, hey, I want to move to Europe and I want to break and I want to just train and I just want to get away from everything. You know, like, is it cool if I come and stay with you for a while? And he's like, dude, if you come, how long are you trying to come from? I was like, I don't know, man, like maybe like a couple of months, maybe a year. And he's like, if you come right now, I can find you a job. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I was like, OK. And he's like, and then I have an extra room. You can okay. come. You could come live with me. He's like, as a matter of fact, Abe's going to be coming. Oh, so, shit. Okay. so you know what? Like you and Abe could just share a room if you don't mind. I'm like, okay, cool. Sold my brand new car. And <laughs> literally an hour later, I came back out and I told my mom, I'm leaving. She's like, oh, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, uh, I fly out this weekend. Damn. Yeah. So my brother bought my car. I bought my plane. I already had money saved up. I bought my plane ticket. I sold my car to Damn. my brother and I left that weekend. That's crazy. Yeah. That's and a then, really crazy thing to do. Yeah. And then yeah. so when I left, right. When I got to Europe, right, it was like kind of like nostalgic, right? Because I got there and I was just like, "Holy shit, I'm fucking like I was I was scared, you know? Yeah, like I was just sure. like, That's fuck, man! Like I did all this shit off of pure like emotion, you know, yeah, like yeah. anger and like and like I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So like I I right when I got there, it's my boy Simon was like, I got a jam for us to go to. It's gonna be <laughs> so it's gonna be in Germany. You're gonna land in Italy after a 14 hour flight. <laughs> We're gonna drive eight hours to Germany. Damn. Yeah. So I got off the plane. Got in this tiny ass fucking car because they used to always tell me because I had a, a Honda Accord. They got them European cars. Yeah, they had a little uh, Geo Metros. Yeah, yeah. I had, and and see when they came to uh, they came to the U.S. I had a 2008 Honda Accord. Okay. So when they sat in my car and we drove to uh, we drove to Seattle to do a jam, they were like, "Damn, this car is fucking big." I'm like. This is like a normal ass sedan, yeah. Car, yeah. And they're like, "Nah, bro. Like, dude, if you come to Europe, there's no like, if you have a car like this, you're like baller." And I'm like, "No, nah, that's not right." And then when I got there, I was sitting in the back of a Geo Metro. Like, I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah, dude, like, they, they got were, them tiny ass Fiats and whatever. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? Is yeah, this, I was this is so, not even a car. Yeah, they walk everywhere. That's yeah. Why. I wanted to sleep, and like, I would sleep for like probably like 30 minutes. Get up, fuck, man. I was so uncomfortable, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I remember, but then, like, it was cool because when we were driving through, right, one of the nostalgic moments of that, too, was, like, we were driving through Switzerland, and I woke up in the middle of us driving through the mountains. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, I woke up, and I was like, oh, what the fuck, Yeah, I you heard know? those mountains are really beautiful. Dude, it's beautiful. There's, like, like we were driving, there's waterfalls, it was misty, and, like, dude, I can even see it right now, you know? And it's, like, we saw, like, old castle ruins and shit, yeah. and I'm just like, you know what? And at that moment, I was like, I fucking, I was like, oh, shit. I fucking made it. You know, I was mm. like, I fucking, I left my country to go live in another country to do dancing and to compete and to learn and to travel, mm. you know, and to, and to be real with you, I was planning on staying longer. I was like, man, I'm never going back. I was mm. like, I was like, oh, like I can only stay here for like six months. It's cool. I'll just hop to another country for a couple of weeks and come back, you know, yeah, because okay. the flights out there were cheap. Like I bought a yeah. ticket from 
Italy to the UK for like 200 bucks. Okay. You know, yeah. and I was just like, I can't even go to New York with this. You know, yeah, I was like, yeah. so I was like, all right, cool. You know, and I, you know, you know, Simon hooked me up with a job. I was getting paid really fucking good under okay. the table. You know what I'm saying? I was literally and my schedule, man. Like I told everybody and that actually nobody really realized though, but that's when I came back and that's when I really fucking skyrocketed into my breaking. Okay. You know, because literally all day it was just like, oh, I didn't teach until like three o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I would get up in the morning, you know, I would run, you know, and I'd work because I was like, you know what? I'm going to change. You know, I don't mm. give a fuck, you know, so something just clicked in my head. I was, I'm going to fucking change. Yeah. So I got up every day. I started focusing on my fitness. I started working out. All right, cool. From three to six, I would I would teach. Yeah. Right. And I was getting like 40 euros an hour. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then so and like I was like, all right, cool. And the more students I had, the more money I made. Okay. You know, and like one of my class, I had like a bunch of fucking Italian kids that didn't even speak English. Oh shit. Yeah. And How the parents teach that. It uh, the parents told me to talk to them in English. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like, they no. learn like mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, they're like, oh well, all you're doing is counting, right? Yeah. Just count in English. My okay. kids, I want my kids to learn that. Yeah, they know. Yeah. So I was counting, and of course I learned how to count in Italian also, you know, very similar to Spanish, you know, and then so when that happened, right, I was just like, you know, eventually I was, okay, cool, okay, cool, you know, like, oh shit, everything's working out. I went to the, I landed the first day, went to Germany, won a three-on-three with Simon. That's sick. You know, I was like, dope, and dude, I I was dying, no sleep. I told Simon the final, I was like, Simon, I can't feel my legs. (laughs) I was like, I need, I was like, I was like, I need some water, so I went to go buy water, and I didn't know that. They drink a lot of carbonated water. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I accidentally bought a carbonated water. I remember Ava's with me. I opened it and I was like, I was like, what the hell? And I drank it. It was carbonated water. I was like, fuck. And yeah. then like, what? I was like, I'm so thirsty. And this is this is carbonated this is water, thing, you know? And I was like, fuck, I just shook the shit out of the bottle and I just started. I was like, it tastes like fart water, but fuck it, you know. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to win this goddamn jam, you know? So we ended up winning the jam, right? And right when we won the jam, I was like, I'm going to sleep. I'm not waking up for the next three days, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. like, fuck that. And so that was actually, like, one of the best, like, memories that experience. I remember, you know, for my breaking, right? And so, long story short, Italy, all I do is train. So from six, when I was done, I would go back to, so Simon worked at a studio, and practically we lived there. Yeah. But I'm talking about they had showers. I slept oh, on the damn. couch there. The The studio had, like, like three That's big hardcore. rooms, right? that you could break and they had one room where there's like uh like taekwondo or martial arts so yeah. the floor was nice so we can practice power moves okay. and then they had workout equipment oh, okay so like i took full advantage of everything mm-hmm. that was around so me right yeah. yeah so all day i was breaking so from six to fucking 11 i was breaking yeah you know Damn. and i was like i was telling everybody like and then i was like wait there's hip-hop dance classes here? Yeah. Oh, I want to do hip-hop dance classes too then. Fuck mm. it. I might as well, right? So yeah. that's why when I came back, like, I started kind of hip-hop dancing a little bit. You know, I started locking a little bit more. I used to pop as a kid. So, like, I just kind of, like, got more in tune yeah. with all my, my dance styles and stuff like that. And that's why, like, when I come back, everybody's like, damn, you could kind of do everything. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm a locker or any other on mm-hmm. all uh, hip-hop dancer and stuff like that. But I really love dance in general. So yeah. I kind of, like, doubt. And honestly, that really helps with your breaking. Like, People don't realize that. I take it and I try to utilize it in a breaking format, though. That's what a lot of people mess up. They take it and they try to house and break it. I'm like, no, no, no. Take the moves and the steps and try to utilize it in a breaking format. I think what's important about learning different styles is, like, you learn a different perspective of Mm -hmm. movement and of... Music, too. Yeah, music. You know, because a lot of times there's just different music and... It's not to the same pattern that you're used to breaking to. So you got to learn yeah. how to dance to that. And if you've never experienced that, like, I feel like you're not actually a dancer. You know what I mean? You yeah. really got to understand how to break down music and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like me and Mike in my crew, we second nature. 
we started out with more poppers than I remember that yeah I mean because we were just a show crew like when we left flex we kept getting all these shows and stuff I used to always see you guys at a step one yeah, and we were yeah. we were practicing. And that's with when all Gavin the, like, was a little baby. Yeah, when he was yeah, <laughs> he when was he like was, only up to your knees. <laughs> he was I think Vince started teaching him at three years old. And yeah. He, uh yeah, Gavin is a monster now. He's with yeah. Jabawakis now. Yep. Um but yeah, so we we just we had more poppers than breakers and um because we just wanted to make shows and so we were just You doing guys had that uh shit. that Korean dude that locks yeah, too. Yeah, Moon. Moon, there you yeah. go. He was fucking raw. He's raw, yeah. I, I heard he's doing hella good in Vegas too now. He was he was with um the Michael Jackson show. Michael Jackson won. Oh damn! And, like so, right now with COVID, like all that yeah. shit is shut down. So he's living back in Sac now, and he just had a baby like a year ago. Oh, okay. So um, he's living in Sac and just taking care of the baby and kind of waiting until Vegas opens up again. And he's okay. gonna go back and uh, yeah, do it's the cheaper show out here than Vegas, I think. Yeah. Right? Well, it, uh, he doesn't have family here, but his wife has has um, all her family. Like, do you know? Okay. Um, well, her name's Emery, but uh, do you know Rudy Raynon? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the the, the, flip, the flipper. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. His, his sister is his his uh, Moon's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Rudy still flipping and stuff like that too? Yeah, he he lives out here. I think still. Okay, he was back and forth. And I remember he was doing all that parkour stuff before he even got popular. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching him when I was like, fucking. I don't know. Right when I first started getting into martial arts, I heard about tricking, and I was like, "What the fuck is tricking?" Yeah, like because they kept saying this is like some trick martial arts, and I was like, "That's not martial arts." But then I was like, "This shit is tight, though. It's yeah. fucking crazy. It's crazy, yeah." Uh, and so like, and and he was like one of the high the high hitters mm-hmm. at back at that time. Him and um, because he was already Steve. doing all these like combination flips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was already doing it was all in the, that. It was in the early stages of tricking, really. I mean, yeah. I don't even know if it was called tricking back then, but. No, um, yeah, yeah they anyways, were just like they're just doing combinations of flips. That's yeah, it. yeah. So I was watching it, and I was always into those like wushu movies, like back in the day. Oh yeah, so, oh like, yeah. I always wanted to learn wushu just because I thought it was so beautiful, like such a beautiful like kind of dance style, like uh, yeah, you know, like a martial art dance in a way. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I, I just love the way it looks. So I always wanted to learn wushu, um, and so when I saw them doing that, I was like, oh, this is like fucking extreme wushu or something. <laughs> extreme so, wushu. But anyways, yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So I, I started watching him back, man. I was probably in middle school or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so when I finally met him, I was like, oh, dude, I'm like kind of a low-key fan of you. But Yeah. <laughs> because I remember like, I remember all those dudes too, because, you know, with Marcus and them, you know, like, like even uh, Dave Dorte, the Dorte uh-huh. brothers, Dave and um, Mike, they started tricking, right? And Gino Bean, all the guys I, st- I was, I started breaking with, they started tricking, yeah. you know? And then like, I remember and Dort, Mike, Mike and Dave, they were like, dude, they were tall guys they were like six six one or six two yeah. and they were doing crazy ass flips and i'm just like what the hell like they're like yeah man you just gotta do this I'm like, boom 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 mm. i'm just like yeah not gonna do that this mm. <laughs> is like i'm i feel like my ankles are gonna snap you know so i'm gonna stick to try to spin on my head man so <laughs> But I Both? remember, yeah, all that stuff. It was, and I remember Rudy because Rudy was around Marcus and them too here and there, yeah, you know. Yeah, he was good friends with them. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then like everybody just kind of like after that, everybody just kind of branched off. Once I got into like flex, I kind of just branched off my own too, you know, because I think it's just you know it was like I've never really liked the he said she said mentality, right? So even when there was all these beefs and people were telling about Abe, I would always be like, well, I'm gonna find out. You know, like yeah. oh, I'm gonna find out, and that's yeah. that's that's what really happened between like with my breaking. That's why me and Tom got really close. Yeah, you know, because you know, me and Tom were just kind of like, well, we don't really care about what people say, so 
whatever. You know, if you don't like us because we hang out with this person, then that's kind of your fault. You know, yeah, it's exactly. like, you know, and then like, yeah. as I got older and as I got my students right, I just started telling myself, like, dude, like, all of this is pointless. Mm. All this dumbass beefs to me is pointless. It's necessary because we got yeah. better. I was uh -huh. like, but I was like, man, like, at one point, I think we just got to get over it, you know? So that's just kind of how, like, I I saw that, you know? Uh -huh. And then, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm going back and forth. But I, I, I tell everybody, I love talking about my my breaking journey, right? Because I think it puts a whole perspective of a uh, of flex that a lot of people didn't realize yeah. or see. And also, you know, like, I know that even when you guys were in it, right? You know, I always told everybody, too, you know, like, even though you guys were in it and you guys left, right? You know, with some people it was negative. With some people it was good. I always understood, you know, that, like, people... You know, sometimes it just wasn't meant for people, but it was a good journey. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a start to their journey. And that's like one thing that I tell everybody that like I kind of don't like people that used to be in flex because in the beginning I was just like, even if you don't like your history, mm -hmm. right, it's where you come from. So you should at least respect it enough to be like, you know what? Yeah, no. We had a fallout and it didn't go well because we were younger. But you know what? Like it was a really good it was a really good chapter in my life that really taught yeah. me a lot. You know, because and also I tell everybody, I mean, if like if everybody like, let's say, for example, if none of you guys left Flex. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, I told him I was like, then my story would have been way different, too. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And so it's like at the end of the day, like, you know, as I got older and I started looking at it, I was like, you know what? I actually should be thankful to all these guys because they cultivated a part of Flex that helped me get to where I was because you guys, you were battling with them when you guys, they were doing big battles already. You yeah, guys were doing yeah. routines with them. Yeah. I mean, you know, we doing big battles yeah, especially I, I love the battle when you guys were in Texas and you guys were battling, have a quarrel and all that stuff. That was a, it was that an was intense crazy, battle. Yeah. Was it was crazy, intense. Yeah. That was a crazy jam. I was just like, I was looking, I was like, damn, I was like, that must've been intense. You know, I was like, holy crap. There was you a lot know? of pressure. That yeah. Time. A lot of shit talking to, you know? Well, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, cause we went there and have a quarrel was like, fuck these guys. Yeah. And we were like, and you could bluntly see it in the video too. These guys too, yeah. So, and then we won, and they threw a goddamn fit about it. Yep, yeah. You know, and I think have a course dope, and so yeah, yeah. You know, I've always had like mad respect for those guys. Yeah, but it was just like to see the fit they threw. I was like, yeah. That's what you get for talking shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, at the moment you're just like, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, no, and it's like uh, that's and why. Then, I was, and then we got smacked by fucking gamblers, gamblers I think, uh, in the next round. But like, I heard that they thought that they lost to you guys. They did. They yeah. said, well, I mean, like in retrospect, I think we did pretty good in hi in hindsight. Uh, like, oh yeah, we, I mean, at that time they were like the fucking top they were crew. top. Yeah. yeah, in fucking Korea, one of the <laughs> yeah. top crews in Korea. I, th I think I remember rewatching the battle, going like, "Oh, this was a lot closer than I thought it was at the time." Mm -hmm. And maybe it was because like they were doing stuff I didn't see before, and I was just oh, yeah. like maybe shook by going like, "God damn, what yeah. the hell was that?" That's when they took over the fucking power scene. Yeah, like, yeah, like by a fucking and long yeah, and, shot. And, 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 like, we, and we were like nowhere close. We didn't have a team that was even close to being yeah. able to like compete with the, the level of power moves they were throwing at us yeah and so it was kind of like well 
you know, they're kind of going off on us here. But then I realized, like, we're actually kind of destroying them in other aspects, yep. too, when I yeah. rewatched it. The and it, and it so. all goes back to the, the thing where, uh, you know, Abe was telling me, like, yeah, don't look at what they're doing right. Yeah, You're yeah. going to get intimidated. If you look at everything somebody does right, he's going to look like a fucking god to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, so what you do? You look at everything he does wrong because now he looks like a dumbass. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can't really fool work, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah you yeah. can't really dance. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your freeze is kind of all right. That was an ugly-ass pilot freeze. All right. <laughs> okay, we're good. You know, like, but I mean, you got them 90s, though. You got hella 90s. Yeah, you know, yeah. but that's, that's like, yeah, that's like one thing. Like, you know, like with the flex history, right? I try my best, you know, because actually, um, officially, like, this year, you know, Abe has actually given me, like, the blessing to be the face of flex now. Okay. You know, I mean, I, like I said, even me, I was just like, man, I don't think I'm ready. And he's like, dude, he's like, you're ready. You're fine. He's like, I'm always going to be here if you need help. You know, mm -hmm. but I think he's more worried about here. He's like, you know what? I just want to, you know what? I just want to do the business aspect. I'll stay in the background. I don't really care about getting the light. He's like, I had my time. Mm. He's like, and I think it's time for you guys to shine. He's like, cause you guys deserve it. And he's like, and I really want the newer generation to come up, you That's know, good. cause you know, I talked to him a lot about his opinions about like, you know, all these battles and stuff like that. And he's always telling me, he's like, man, he's like, he's like guys like me need to learn how to step out of the scene and allow new guys to flourish, mm. you know? And I was like, you know, I could really respect that because it takes a That's, lot of, yeah. a lot of, you know, courage and even a lot of like self-reflection to see like, dude, look, I had my time. Mm. He's like, well, should I have won a lot of, he's like, there's only two battles that I haven't won, you know? And honestly, when I look at the jam, th those two jams now, I'm just kind of like, ah, it's not that important. You know, can I think it was like I think one of them was uh UK championships and the other one was battle of the year. Those are the two events that I think that he told me I believe Yeah. UK UK champs. Yeah. They won Yeah, no um Did they win to UK champs? I think so, yeah. Cause my brother was there. No, that was wasn't that um two thousand five, right? That was that was a different gym. That was in France. Six. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's ever. I don't think that Flex has ever won UK champs. Okay, but I think that I remember specifically for sure one was Battle of the Year, yeah, but the yeah. other one, um, I don't. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was UK. It was one. Of, it was like a big event. One of the big events in the UK. Or was it R16? No, it wasn't R16. No? Okay. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It, it was a big jam in the UK. You know, and I remember he was just like, yeah, those are the only two jams that I didn't. I I never really won that I really wanted to win. He's like, but you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. You know, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, he's like, because I had my time. He's like, dude, we won Freestyle Session. Yeah. We won Evolution. I think two two, two years in a row? Yeah, yeah, one and two, you know? And then he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I've done a lot of the stuff I already wanted to do. He's like, so yeah. it's very greedy of me to kind of keep wanting more. So he's like, I think my, his goal, he's like, my goal now is more of to let my younger guys and my crew shine yeah. and let them get what they deserve, you know? And that's, that means a lot, you know, because when you look, I was like, man, I was like, because I see some of these older guys that still try to battle, right? I'm like, it's cool, though. You know, I still respect that they're still battling and they're yeah. doing all that stuff, too. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I was like, yeah, I was like, because, you know, like when you see like Red Bull and all this stuff, right? You kind of see the same people mm. over and over and over. Yeah. You know, I'm just kind of like, know? well, I want to see, I want to see new people. I'm like, look, I get it. You guys deserve that spot and you want to win it multiple times but it's like sometimes i feel like dude we got to let the new generation uh, the new generation rise also yeah you know you got to let them have those opportunities I, you know i honestly think um judging like uh maybe your success or whatever by how many wins or what jam you won is i, I don't 
I mean, it, it's it's dope to win, but also, mm-hmm. I personally look at the the dancers that I, you know, are really inspirational to me. Like, oh yeah, uh, Rob Zilla. I don't think he's ever won any big jam, mm-hmm. but like he's he's easily in my top ten favorite b boys of all time. Oh yeah, and and the reason and the reasons why i think he's so good have nothing to do with him winning anything it's just oh, the yeah. way that he's always approached the dance it just it, it boggles my mind yeah you know and i okay. and, and you know same thing with like migas i've always oh, loved yeah. the way migas is oh, he's, yeah. he's one of my favorite b-boys easily top 10 same uh same thing with lego i, I love the way they they dance and okay. i think legos has a lot bigger jams under his belt but like migas i think he's one like who can roast the most and like Mm-hmm. A couple other jams, but like, definitely not anything overseas. I don't think. I mean, he maybe went overseas like a couple times. I think maybe just to judge, really. But yeah, like, I don't know. I, the reasons I like them and, and they're inspirational to me is because of the dance. They're the way they're dancing, not the winds under their belt. Yeah. So when I look at it like that, I go, yeah, it's not really a big deal about the winds. I mean, yeah. It, it certainly gives some credit to like your skill level. Yeah. But. It's not everything in my I mean, opinion. definitely, yeah, because, I mean, like, definitely, too, I tell everybody, man, you got, like, everybody has their own preference on how they see, see breaking, right? Yeah. And for me, my preference, the way I see breaking is I come from a very foundational aspect of breaking yeah. where, like, I... I love seeing when somebody has, like, super crisp footwork. It's oh, just yeah. like, I'm just like, yo, that holy... Yes, that's what I love. I don't even give a fuck if you're just doing six steps. That's a clean-ass motherfucking six step. And people don't realize... How much skill it really takes to actually have a really fucking good six step. Yeah. You know, because people forget. Because I remember, man, I remember one thing Abe used to do that pisses me off was like, I was doing six steps. And uh, I remember Abe comes back one year and he's like, yeah, we're all doing six steps wrong. I'm like, how the fuck are we doing six steps wrong? What the hell are you talking about? He's like, we need to swing our legs like this because it's going to create this. And I'm like, what? I was like, I've been breaking for six years. You trying to tell me I've been doing six steps wrong this whole time, man? Like, get out of here! And he's like, "No, watch. Trust me, much. Just trust me." All right, whatever. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, fine. We'll do it. And then I started doing. It. I'm like, "Holy shit! I feel better when I six step." He's like, "Yeah, see." He's like, "It's just that one motion." He's like, "Now nah, we got to do this." Because you know, like, I think one thing the, the way that I've been picking at Abe's brain is that he's always looking for a constant way to improve. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes he's everywhere. But that's because he's always constantly on the move, looking mm. at ways to get better. I remember, like, I started, I actually started house dancing because of Abe. Okay. Yeah, because I remember one time he came back from Europe. He's like, yo, bro, I found out a way to get your top rock hella better. Mm. Here, let's start practicing this house dancing stuff. I was just like, what the hell is house dancing? And he's just like, it's this, you know, and he showed me a bunch of videos. He's like, yeah, this is my homie, blah, 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 blah. And, then, you know, like, look, we should learn this. And then, like, I was like, okay, cool. Why not? Yeah. You know? So... And then, like, even with all that, right, it's like, I tell everybody, with my, with my like, inspirations of breaking, maybe it's a little biased of opinion and view, but I tell them, like, the, the, like, out of everybody, I like the way my crew breaks the most. Mm. You know, like. Yeah, you I gotta tell, like that. Yeah, because sure. I tell everybody, I was like, as much as I love all these other dudes, like, look, one dude I really love watching is Maurizio, Ken Swift, yeah. you know, all these original guys that do food work and stuff like that. Of course, I loved all the power moves and I love all mm. this other stuff, too, you know, but I told him, I was like, yeah, if you really ask me my top, my top my top b-boys it's probably gonna be abe it's probably gonna be future mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i was like it's probably gonna be the guys in my crew and they're like why i was like i mean i know it's a biased point of view but at the same time i was like i jock my guys when i jock other people mm. that's just the reality of it yeah you know and it's not to say that other people's not good and they don't inspire me they do but it's just like i also have these two dudes who in my opinion like 
no matter what people say, right? Later on, like when I'm like 40, 50, right? These dudes deserve to be known as Sacramento legends. Mm -hmm. These dudes deserve to have that title because like, come on, man. Like I tell everybody, come on. Like as much as you want to take away from, from all the negative things that happened with flex, right? You got to admit they came up from nothing and nobody can ever take that away. And everybody who was a part of that is a part of it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And a lot of people from SAC are a part of it. You know, and I think there's like this been this like this thing where nobody wants to give credit or talk about flex, right? And that's the thing that for me, right now that I'm the new the new face, right? Because I've I've heard a lot of shit, man. I remember um I got into an argument with one of the older b boys before because I'm very confrontational when when I need to be, mm-hmm. right? And I remember he was like. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't got a problem with you, but I got a problem with Abe. And immediately I was like, we're going to stop right there because that's my <laughs> teacher and we're not going to do this. Yeah. I was like, you know, you got a problem with him. You're going to bring it up with him. It's not my issue that you have a problem with him. But what you're not going to do is talk shit about my teacher to my face. Yeah, That's okay. what you're not going to do. Yeah. You know, and I was like, now I can understand if you don't agree with his methods. I understand if you don't like him. I understand. I I, I get it. He's kind of an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was like, but I mean, we all are, you know, but I told him, I was like, but you're not going to hate on him in mm. front of me. You're not going to do that. You know, I was like, because if you have a problem with him, you bring it up with him. You don't come to me and tell me, oh, I don't like A because blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, cool. What's that have to do with me? Mm, I was yep. like, because you already Definitely. know, you already know what's going on. I'm going to defend my teacher. You know, and he, you know, to this day, Abe hates it when I call him my teacher. I mean, this is your yeah, homie. You know? Yeah, it's your homie. You're he's not like, gonna do that if your homie, you know, someone's yeah. talking trash about your. Homie. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think people forget that. You know, yeah. I'm just like, it's like I was like, I'm not, I'm never gonna do that to you. I would not come up to you and talk shit about your friends to you. I was like, why would I do that? You know, I was like, I can say like, hey, I disagree with them. I don't really like the way they think, but you know, that's just me and them. That's not, you know, I don't hold no grudges. You know, because if I could honestly, truly say like. I don't really have an issue with anybody. Mm. You know, a lot of people feel like I do have issues with them because, you know, they were previous flex and I was. But I tell everybody, I don't have an issue. The thing that I have an issue with is when you're coming to me and trying to solve you and his problems through me. That's what I don't like, yeah. you know, because like I said, I don't like that he says she said stuff, yeah. you know, because you can go to him and say, oh, see, I told Munch this, but you didn't, you know, like, and that's why I tell everybody, I was like, look, if you, got, if you really want to talk to Abe, you just go talk to him. And if he doesn't want to talk to you, you should understand why he doesn't want to talk to you. But you should just keep trying. If you really want to talk to him, you should just keep trying. Yeah. You know, because I, I like to tell everybody, like, it took a long time for me to talk to anybody who left the crew while I was in it. Mm. You know, for example, um, the, you know, like V Flav, Rice, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Anthony and all these guys, some of these guys in Brothers of War, right? You know, like, I, I can really truly say that, yeah, at one point I was really bitter. You know, because like like you said, you know, when you left, everybody's like, man, fuck you, Kurt, fuck you. Yeah. I felt the same way. And it wasn't that, like, they left the crew. Yeah. It was the fact that I was like, damn, we're, we're family, dude. Like, you, you fucking, like, because you didn't like the way something was going, you just, yeah. like, fuck you guys. And, you know, but then, you know, at the same time, like, I was young, so I didn't understand that, like, yeah, maybe they really wanted to do something. And they felt held back and they felt like they weren't able yeah. to do it with us. So they had to made the, make the hard decision and go their own route. Yeah. And sometimes, That's- like, we don't we don't see that in the beginning you know and that's why like re- like even like in, in, in like now i'm just kind of like you know when i see everybody right i'm just happy to see everybody i'm happy yeah. everybody's doing well i'm happy that people are successful i'm happy that people has got families right because at the end of the day you know when i got older i was just kind of like you know what i'm just glad that you guys are still alive and kicking i'm yeah, still i'm just yeah. glad that you guys are still in the scene i'm still glad that you guys are still trying to break and you know like all these negative feelings that i had in the past right 
I tell everybody like I don't really care about it anymore. I just want to be cool with everybody. I want to enjoy my breaking. I want you to enjoy your breaking. I want everybody to enjoy their life. You know, and if we do have problems and if there's some things that you don't want to you haven't let go of, we could always talk about it, but just be mature about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was like, look, I've had my flaws, you've had your flaws, I've had my views, you've had your views. And like we got to understand that like yeah. we're two different people with two different perspectives, you know. At the you know, at the end of the day, we're all we all love the same thing exactly and yeah. so we can just we all just need to you know roll on the floor to music yeah as a, as a as a as a group yeah get dirty group. together yeah that's what it is <laughs> we're getting dirty together and like put yeah. your feelings aside and it's just like yeah. this is a community that's yeah. a very loving community yeah. and we all love the same thing and we're striving for the same things so. yeah because at the end of the day right when i really look at the history of sack dude our fucking scene it's one of the fucking greatest scenes, man. It is, for real. Yeah, it really I tell, is. I tell people, you guys don't even understand the mad amounts of fucking talent that comes out of this damn city. Yeah, not you know just breaking, saying? but yeah, in, in general. In uh, yeah. hip-hop, dance, and music, like, yeah. there's so many, like, big yeah. talents. Like, a lot of people you don't even expect are from SAC. Yeah. That's the crazy part, right? And I, that's why I tell everybody. I was like, dude, like, and when I look at it too, man, like, there's a point where the scene went flat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like, I tell everybody, like, damn, like... When the scene went flat for that that couple of years, I was just like, fuck, dude, like, but what about all the fucking future kids? What about them? Yeah. You know, oh, was was my beefs and my pride so selfish of me that I would destroy the scene so that the future kids can't grow? Yeah. You know, and then when I started thinking that way, I was like, fuck, I can't do that. You know, like, I don't want to do that to my students. Mm. I was like, fuck it. I'll squash all these fucking beefs. I'll throw it all out the window. I don't give it two shits. You know, I yeah. was like, because at the end of the day, I want my students to grow. I want everybody to grow. And if you have students, I want your students to grow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I tell everybody, of course, if you're not in my crew, I'm not going to teach you everything. Why would I teach you how to beat my crew? The yeah. whole point of us being <laughs> in a crew is for us to compete against each other. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was like, so friendly competition is great. I think that's very important and essential in breaking, mm. you know, but also remember, man, at the end of the day, this is a dance and this is an art form and this is meant for you to release all your personal traumas anger emotions aside it's like therapy yeah you know what i'm saying for, and i think sure. i think we we get caught up in the competition aspect of winning and the pride and the glory that we forget that sometimes yeah you know it's, yeah definitely no i mean and i and honestly i think that's probably a good way to wrap up this show actually yeah. we're hitting an hour and 30 minutes oh um, damn it's been that quick already yeah no this shit flies by <laughs> yes. but yeah no i mean that i think that that's dope like just this is a therapeutic community and this is like all one family yeah. really like we got to approach it that way and yeah I, I think that's a great sentiment um so in closing like do you have any closing remarks um where can people find you um i'm very easy to find man um my Instagram is Munch the Ox. You know, the ox is just because the ox in Hmong culture, you know, it plows our fields. It's like a strong animal, you mm. know. If you really look at how Hmong people raise an ox, it's kind of like he, the ox comes and does all the hard work and then they let him go back into the mountains and do his own thing mm. for the whole year. And then when they need, they need somebody to plow the rice fields again, they go and find him. You oh, know, shit. yeah, and they bring that's, him back. That's hella tight. Yeah, and the ox, yeah, if you look up the documentary too, the ox remembers its owners. You know, yeah. So if you're okay. not its owners, yeah. he won't he won't let you get near him. But if you want to bribe him, you got to give him like a little salt. You know. Mm, so okay. yeah. So that's why it's uh, that's why my Instagram is Munch the Ox. You know. That's but cool. yeah, Facebook is really easy. You know, if you type in Ryan Munch, uh, Chinu T S N I U, right? It's just Chinu. It's like a little nickname that my uh, it's like a Hmong nickname. 
right? I don't think it's spelled properly, but it's just how one of my homegirls spelled it and as mm. like a joke, and I just kind of kept it that way. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, man, and then uh, a little advice that I would just give to everybody is like, man, like at the end of the day, right? Your art is your art, but understand that, you know, we're a community and we're here to grow, you know, and your ego is probably one thing that's going to kill your growth. Mm. You know, if you have an ego against everything, then you're not going to grow. You know, you got to go through everything with a clear mind. And that's how, you know, even with my Muay Thai stuff, that's how I look at it too. When I went in there, I was just like, yeah, I've been to a couple of street fights. I know I'll throw my hands. I said, but when I'm in here, I don't know shit. Mm. You know, especially every time when I train with Abe too and my mentors or I train with somebody in general yeah. and they're trying to teach me, I'm just kind of like, you know what? Put aside everything that I know. Let me see what you're trying to get at, mm. you know? So always keep an open mind, keep an open heart, you know, and, you know, just keep pushing for the best for yourself. You know, understand that like there's going to be a bunch, a lot of bumps in your road, but that's just kind of trials and tribulations that life's going to throw at you. And once you overcome that, you're going to succeed. Yeah. You know, so Sick. yeah, man, I pray that everybody succeeds, man. Much love to everybody. And yep. thank you so much for having me on yeah, here too, man. Thanks for being on, dude. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. Yeah. So like I said, man, like, yeah, no, I could talk to you all day, dude. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, man, definitely. I, need, I need to take a fat piss, but no, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd love to have you on again. And, you know, I'm trying to expand the show a little bit to get okay. some more people. So it'd be really dope to maybe even get some of the, the other Hmong B-boys that are big in the, yeah, in the definitely. SAC community to even do like some kind of group thing. Because yeah. I want to learn a little bit more about this kind of type of shit. So yeah man um so anyways yeah thank you guys for listening thank you for being on thank you guys for watching uh sorry this show sucks peace <laughs>